Good morning. 7 o'clock on a Sunday morning. This is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. I'm your host, Reverend Mitchell L. Ikenna Johnson. And I'm your co-host, Adia Hayden. It's cold in Chicago, technical difficulties. You know, I had my vehicle repaired, and there was water under the engine that ultimately froze, corroded one of the uh, displaced valves. And every time I tried to start the car, it would try to start, but we just couldn't get it going. But eventually, eventually, we would get going. Super fantastic. How long have you lived here in Chicago and owned a vehicle in Chicago? Since 1998. And this is the first time this has happened? Literally. Mm. And I'm grateful. Mm -hmm. Speaking about first time things have happened, we can't really say those keys in the background are part of our program. We can't really say that the January 6th committee uh, on the uh, attempted insurrection is new for this country. No. Um... Insurrections are new for the country or our behavior of said things? The actual thing itself, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. Um, Because you recall um, there was an attempted uh, insurrection um, post-Civil War. Mm -hmm. We had a dad blame Civil War. Can we stop with that? Yes. Can we stop with that? But on Monday, that's tomorrow, the committee will have its final hearing. And in that hearing... It will vote to refer cases to the Justice Department, and it looks like um, Donald Trump may be may be subject to um, recommendations for a criminal indictment. I'm not optimistic about that. Um, I would I would like to see that happen. I believe that man is guilty. Um, but I I'm not personally optimistic about charges being brought against Donald J. Trump that involve him either going behind bars. Um, perhaps you know if we're lucky, he might be. Uh, whatever the terms would be so that he can't run for president again. Like, I know he's not going to be impeached uh, because he, obviously he's not our current president. But if there's something we can do to try to prohibit him from becoming our leader again. Well, interestingly enough, um, uh, it looks mm-hmm. like someone else is trying to. This is a third Sunday. And we are. Um, looking for right, so County Board um, President Tony Preckwinkle to join us. And I know she's on my phone, so we're, we're going to okay. take a quick station break and get our program together. This is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour, yep. and we'll be three, right one, back. Three, uh, we're going to try to come right back after this short station Break. We're going to try to have this nation break right now. Starting a job search? In need of training to get new skills? Are you an employer looking for a great hire? The Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership can help. We're the umbrella organization for the largest publicly funded workforce development system in the nation, serving Chicago and Cook County. Our network consists of more than 90 community-based organizations that can offer you the assistance you need at no cost. Make the call. Dial 1-800-720-2515 or visit shycookworks.org. Find the connection you need. 
It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill open positions in their south suburban location. No experience required. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. Welcome back. Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. By the way, Adid, this is the third Sunday of the last month of this year. Yes, our third Sundays are always action-packed, jam-packed with information for residents of Cook County. Listen, residents, business owners, if you have a beating heart and you're in Cook County, this is the Sunday you really want to listen to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour um, for reasons... Primarily because we have with us Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle with us. Uh, hand clap of applause will be great, but we'll just take her getting on the air. Madam President, welcome to the program. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, and good morning. Good morning to you both. Hi. Uh, good morning. Good morning to you. How are you faring in this 18 degrees? <laughs> So this is the coldest day so far? I don't know. It's been a downward trend here I don't like in terms of temperature. So. Um, actually, it's, it's, it seems living in this part of the country, I, my memory is compromised. It's almost as if I've forgotten that the beginning of this year, it was just as cold. It was just as cold when I moved here in January. It was about 12 degrees. I was praying for 18 degrees, carrying my boxes and bags. I was like, what did I do? <laughs> Well, moving in the winter in Chicago is surely a challenge, so. You know, we, we are once again in agreement. Um, Monday, Madam President, as you know, January 6th committee will conclude, have its final report, and deliver um, recommendations to the Department of Justice for sanctions and criminal indictment. I, I, I know we don't normally have this conversation, but I just want to spend 30 seconds on it because my co-host is not confident that the indictments will actually find folk indicted. Not folk. Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Some folk might get indicted. Well, <laughs> the report of the January 6th, I don't know, subcommittee or committee, committee. is surely, um, what, long awaited, I guess is that the expression? Yes, I, I'm hopeful that they will um, take a very strong position because I think that'll provide support to the Department of Justice, DOJ, as they continue their work. And it's really the Department of Justice that has to prosecute people. So, I don't know. I've got my fingers crossed. Yeah, so I'm, I'm crossing my fingers and all ten of my toes, um, including my big ones, that um, the consistency uh, 
that we don't often see in this country. I'm not looking for equity. I'm looking for consistency. Might reveal itself. But our program on today, Third Sunday, is always jam-packed, as Adia pointed out earlier, with news and information opportunities um, that residents and anyone with a beating Huntington Cook County can appreciate. So let's go ahead and get right into it. Who do we have? I'm, I'm sorry. You do have your crew with you today, don't you, Madam President? <laughs> I do. But before I go to my crew, I just before I forget, I want to wish everyone a happy Hanukkah. This is uh, the first first night of Hanukkah for our sisters and brothers in the Jewish community. And, of course, a Merry Christmas uh, to everyone, since I will not, of course, be with you on Christmas morning. And happy Kwanzaa as well. Oh, that's right. Happy Kwanzaa. <laughs> I'm, I'm focused on, on my religious observations and not my uh, civic character. Cultural. Yeah. Cultural. Cultural. There you go. There you go. And happy Hanukkah and Merry Christmas. Seasons greetings. Happy holidays. And happy there we holidays. go. All of that. <laughs> All that above. <laughs> happy high holy days. How about that? Hey, listen, you know, there we are running into the quarter hour. So uh, let's go ahead and get started with the first guest. And then we'll take a break thereafter. Who do we have on time? Sure. Our first guest is an old friend of mine, Apostle Carl White, who's pastor of Christian Victory International Ministries and a partner with the county in our in our work in the Southland. Apostle, are you with us? I bless you with love and happiness. I am here. Uh, good morning. Good morning. We are very grateful, very grateful for your presence. Why don't you um, Why don't you share a little bit about who you are and the work you're doing? Uh, I am the pastor of the Victory Christian International Ministries, uh, newly located at Tin Hemlock in Park Forest, Illinois. Uh, I have uh, been pastor of that church for 35 years. We organized it um, 35 years ago. And uh, I'm the president of the Southland Ministerial Health Network, um, where we give out inspiration, inspira- I mean, information, inspiration, and resources. And uh, we are glad to be here with uh, um, Reverend Mitchell and, and yourself. And uh, we do a lot of work with the county, helping to get out the information that the county has and and host uh, things that we're trying to do uh, to uh, inform the community. As a matter of fact, we're coming up towards our King's Day celebration, which is going to be on the 16th of um, January uh, at the Victory Christian International Ministry. And uh, we will be uh, honoring some people there, including one of your right-hand people uh, that is... uh, Involved with you, so 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 much, Al Kendall. Uh, hey, yeah. uh, All right. Well, and, you know, uh, I understand. I understand. Before we get to January, I understand that you're having a Christmas giveaway on the twentieth. Is that right? On the twentieth, uh, at uh, from two until five p.m. MJG Movement in partnership with Park Forest, uh, the school district 163 at uh, Victory will be giving out coats, toys, and we'll also have some food for some people, uh, for children in need. Um, and uh, we're, we're going to be doing that uh, from 2 until 5 p.m. on December 20th. 
that's that's uh, Tim uh, Hemlock. So yeah, we're excited about that. Uh, they they do need to bring the children with them uh, because uh, uh, they want to make sure that they give it to the people who need it and not those who are just coming. You know, M- MJG movement uh, in partnership with the Southland and with Victory. All right, very good. And the, and the date again is the twentieth from two to five. Twentieth from two o'clock until five p.m. And uh, they can call the church, get information at 708-596-WORD, 9673, 708-596-9673, or they can go to our website at wearevictory.org. Apostle White, it is such a pleasure to have you on the program. First time participant. Good night. Music in the background tells me that even as we celebrate Apostle Carl White, we have to take a, pa- a break. Uh, pause for the cause is what I want to call this time. And we'll be right back after these uh, short station messages. Starting a job search? In need of training to get new skills? Are you an employer looking for a great hire? The Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership can help. We're the umbrella organization for the largest publicly funded workforce development system in the nation, serving Chicago and Cook County. Our network consists of more than 90 community-based organizations that can offer you the assistance you need at no cost. Make the call. Dial 1-800-720-2515 or visit shycookworks.org. Find the connection you need. Seeking to fill open positions in their South Suburban location. No experience required. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill open positions in their South Suburban location. No experience required. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit Zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T. Are you looking for a new career? YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill several roles in their South Suburban location. No experience required. They're seeking to fill the following positions. Assembly operator, automation technician, molding operator, quality inspector, setup technician, forklift driver, cycle counter, material handler. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org.
here in the Southland. That will be Apostle Carl White. Madam President, welcome back to the program. Thank you. Thank you very much. Apostle, now that we've talked a little bit about the holiday event, share with us again the Martin Luther King event on the uh, in January on the 15th. Uh, 16th. 16th. Uh, that, uh, uh, this, we've been doing this now for about 20 years, started with uh, uh, Reverend Tyrone Kreider, along with myself and uh, Jennifer Artis and Salim Al-Nuruddin, uh, who were uh, the board members at that time. And it's a King Award of people who had been doing the thing to keep the dream alive and to be um, uh, in the community helping out. So we've got a, a, a celebration that I think is going to be second to none for this year. Our, our guest speaker for, for this year uh, is um, uh, Jesse Jackson, Jr., uh, he will be uh, speaking uh, that day. He spoke for us about uh, seven years ago, five, six, seven years ago, and he was fantastic. And he's coming back. I've uh, talked with him. We're excited about it. We've got a mass choir going to be there uh, uh, from the churches in the Southland. Uh, we have we are honoring Reverend Leslie Sanders for political engagement, uh, Pastor Leslie Sanders, uh, Al Kendall for community advocacy, uh, and um, um, we're honoring a, a young lady named uh, Nancy Kuzma from Wintrust Bank. She's been helping our uh, churches and, and, and black businesses uh, uh, to uh, get loans and get started so we can infuse some money back in the community. And then uh, we, we're honoring uh, uh, for workforce development, um, the, the um, 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 family who um, does a lot of outreach stuff from their church on the south side of Chicago. And uh, we're making sure that we are showcasing people who are doing things in the community um, to keep the dream alive. Well, I'm very grateful that you shared this information. What is the, what is the time and the place? 10 o'clock um, at uh, the um, South at the at Victory Christian International Ministries. We're, we're doing it at our new church this year. Um, uh, we will be um, starting at 10 o'clock, 10 Hemlock in Park Forest, Illinois. And uh, we're excited about it. So, Apostle Carl White, what is the address of the church? 10 Hemlock. 10 Hemlock? Right on. Yeah, right on the corner of Indian Wood and Hemlock in Park Forest, right downtown next to uh, the U.S. Bank. Tim Hemlock on January 16th, 10 o'clock in the morning. That's your annual Martin Luther King Jr. Day program. And this year, you're going to be honoring Pastor Saunders, Big Al, we call Reverend Al Kendall. Yeah, Big Al Kendall. <laughs> your keynote speaker will be Reverend Jesse Jackson Jr. Actually, he's not a reverend, but he sure has oratorical skills. Yeah, oh, he he's awesome. He's awesome. And I, I just was at Operation Push a uh, week before last for a, le a Living Legend Freedom Award they gave me down there uh, with Rev with his dad. And I thank God for that award, and I thank God for him coming out to share with us. He's a, a fantastic speaker. You know, we've got a, uh, more folk on today's program, but I, I would be remiss if I did not um, state that your work in the Southland, not only 
Are you an advocate for quality health care in the southern portion of Cook County? But in your organization, you continue to rise up leaders in the faith community. Starting a job search? In need of training to get new skills? Are you an employer looking for a great hire? The Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership can help. We're the umbrella organization for the largest publicly funded workforce development system in the nation, serving Chicago and Cook County. Our network consists of more than 90 community-based organizations that can offer you the assistance you need at no cost. Make the call. Dial 1-800-720-2515 or visit shycookworks.org. Find the connection you need. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. Are you looking for a new career? YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill several roles in their south suburban location. No experience required. They're seeking to fill the following positions. Assembly operator, automation technician, molding operator, quality inspector, setup technician, forklift driver, cycle counter, material handler. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cvcf at ywcachicago.org. The preceding program... Welcome back to the My Community Plan Foundation Hour. This is the third Sunday in December. So we have Cook County Board President Tony Preckwinkle on the line um, as we continue to find out about new opportunities and community events here in the Chicagoland area. Cook County. Chicago, All right. Thing. There we go. There we go. Nice. I, I want to thank, uh, thank Apostle White for joining us and... Uh, we have, as our second guest this morning, uh, M- Michael Cannon. And Michael Cannon is from the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership. Um, and I think he's going to share information about uh, the kind of work that he does with the partnership. Michael, are you with us? Yes, yes, uh, Madam President. Good. Well, please introduce yourself. Quickly introduce the organization and then tell us what you're up to. Sure. Uh, first of all, thank you, Madam President, for the uh, warm introduction. And before I, uh, uh, I answer that question, I personally would like to further thank you for your leadership, uh, your interest, and the intentional effort you have put forth in creating a coordinated reentry system for Chicago and suburban Cook County. Uh, as you know, uh, our communities throughout Chicago and Cook County, especially on the south and west sides of Chicago, have been decimated and ravaged by mass incarceration for decades. And our recidivism rate here in Illinois has been well over the national average for as long as can be remembered. Uh, what I would like for our listeners to understand uh, 
uh, is what uh, President Preckwinkle and the Chicago uh, Workforce Partnership uh, has has done. So mass incarceration touches us all. One uh, uh, second. Michael, you still there? Hello? Hello? Michael? Yeah, we still hear you, sir. Yes. So, 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 as, as, I, as I was saying, uh, 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 mass incarceration touches us all. And we know that there has always been a very effective system in place to incarcerate. But amazingly, there has never been a coordinated reentry system in place until now. Not until President Preckwinkle and the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership uh, uh, collaborated in 2021 to create and coordinate a reentry system to assist men and women returning to our communities achieve a successful reentry in life. So, thank you so much uh, for this, Madam President. Now, as far as a question, who is the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership? Well. The Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership is a nonprofit umbrella organization that operates the largest publicly funded workforce system in the nation, serving Chicago and Cook County. We have a network of nearly 100 agencies in Chicago and Cook County, American Job Centers, satellite sites, and sector-driven centers. We have over 100 locations that provide services to more than 140,000 people, largely at no cost to job seekers and businesses. We connect job seekers to careers and employers to talented job seekers to hire. This is the partnership's uh, 10th uh, birthday year, uh, by the way. Well, happy birthday. Happy decade of service. And, you know, we're, we're never surprised to hear innovative approaches to community service and community wellness emanating out of the administration of the Cook County Board President. So, Michael, we join you in acknowledging the work of Madam President and her commissioners or the commissioners and certainly the Board of Commissioners. And this is a unique project. And you are the coordinator for reentry. Is that correct? That is correct. Now let me let me just uh, let me just interject here a little bit. Um, I want to thank Michael for his good work, and point out that uh, the investment that we made in the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership was a result of our American Rescue Act plan funding, and uh, the partnership came to us with some ideas about how they could help us invest these resources, and we are supporting their efforts around uh, addressing the needs of returning returning citizens. It seems to me, Madam President, this is kind of a, um, a, a new approach to reentry. I, I don't, as I you know, scanned the Internet, I didn't go to Google Scholar, um, Adina, just for, just for the record. I just did Google. <laughs> <laughs> but... I, I did not find many programs such as this. Uh, well, you know, the, the partnership has been doing good work in a variety of areas. We've talked before about Opportunity Works, the program that addresses the needs of the 16 to 24 year old population that's out of school and out of work. And of course, they've, they've done work with um, older members of the workforce, helping them to find uh, employment. Um, 
And and we we knew that this was an important part of our population that we weren't serving maybe in the depth that we needed to. And the, the partnership stepped up with this proposal, and we were glad to, to invest in it. Well, we're absolutely glad that you chose this kind of investment. And it just one more time, um, a unique application of our federal dollars um, in community for services that prior there, too, did not exist. So hats off to you again, Madam President, and to you, Michael, um, the Entry Navigator Program Director for the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership. So th- you're part of what's called the Road Home Program. Is that correct? That's correct. That's so, about road home. Say that again, please. Yes, yes, uh, yes, I am. So. So uh, what I want to say about a partnership is uh, with approximately 70 million people in the United States living with a criminal record and nearly 600 individuals released from prison each year, a disproportionate number of whom, uh, a disproportionate number of whom are people of color, the need to advance fair chance hiring has never been greater. Uh, Illinois State Prisons hold approximately 41,000 inmates and approximately 28,000 returning citizens are released from the Illinois Department of Corrections yearly. And that's not including uh, the number of federal prisons and the 102 county jails throughout Illinois and the number of returning residents being released from them as well. So as the public workforce system for, uh, for Cook County, uh, we noticed that roughly 10% of the people we serve self-identify as having had uh, a prior justice system involvement and that this reentry population is a very vulnerable population. The recidivism rate in Illinois within one year of release is 17%, and within three years of release is a staggering 43%. And when you break it down to people of color, those numbers are even worse. And this is unacceptable. But this was due in large part because there was no coordinated reentry system in place to assist a returning residents in an intentional way to achieve a successful reentry. That is not until uh, 2021 with the design and the implementation of the reentry navigation initiative, the Road Home Program, that we designed uh, as a reentry system to Chicago and suburban Cook County, which we are now implementing in the IDOC, the Illinois Department of Corrections, and the Cook County Department of Corrections to reduce the recidivism rate in Illinois. Uh, Cook County's investment of the OPA funds will allow expansion of the program to also include those who have already returned to community, who are in need of the services and opportunities provided by the Road Home Program. So, um, uh, hi, Mr. Reichel. Uh, what sorts of activities are involved um, with that intervention? So are you doing job trainings? Um, are you connecting them with employers? What activities are involved with the Road Home Project um, for individuals reentering after uh, incarceration? Uh, well, well, could you repeat, repeat the last uh, uh, part, please? Mm-hmm. What activities or services do you all have for folks um, re-entering after incarceration? 
Well, previously, a returning resident to, to a community from incarceration uh, was left to fend for himself or herself, uh, no matter the length of time they may have been away or what type of support system a person may have had or the lack thereof. So what we did is we, we created a coordinated reentry system that begins pre-release uh, all the way through post-release uh, to uh, career-level employment, post-secondary education, or an approved apprenticeship, and, of course, any wraparound services uh, that, are, uh, that can assist a, a returning resident achieve a, a, a successful uh Reentry and a life. We remove any barriers that may prevent him, him or her from doing so. Fantastic. That is absolutely phenomenal. That's t- the wraparound services with um, education and employment um, are absolutely uh, keys and provide tools for self sustaining communities. So, once again, Mr. Cannon, hats off to you and the work you are doing. I think it's important um, for us to remember the context here. You know, this is the this is a country where, uh, although we have five percent of the world's population, we have twenty five percent of uh, people in jail or prison. I mean, we we are, you know, incarceration nation, and and large numbers of our 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 residents end up enmeshed in the criminal justice system. And uh, we need to do everything we can to assist them, both both at the at the ground level, you know, people who who are coming out of the system, trying to help them uh, reintegrate, but also, you know, changing the laws in this country so that so many people don't end up incarcerated and detained. Incarcerated and face uh, even harsher circumstances, or not even harsher, but incarcerated and continue to face hard circumstances um, when they're out. So whether that's being denied from jobs or, you know, they have to disclose housing, housing, they have to disclose parts of their history um, to these important banking documents. Um, And so some of those are some of the societal challenges that folks face um, upon reentry. Yeah, we we are a nation that is prepared to um, put people in jail and prison at a rate that would astonish the rest of the world, mm-hmm. and and that is not to our credit. And uh, we have to address that, as I said, both both at the ground level with the people who are enmeshed in the system and at the at the legislative level. And you know, I want to commend all the people involved in the Safety Act. Um, you know, Senator L.G. Sims, Senator Robert Peters, Representative Justin Slaughter and others in the state legislature who pushed so hard to try to make our criminal justice system more more fair to the people who are enmeshed in it. Uh, and that Safety Act provisions go into effect January 1st of this year. So I, I sh- it's appropriate that I express my appreciation to all of the members of the legislature who helped us. Uh, make the criminal justice system in in the state of Illinois a little bit more fair and equitable. Truer words cannot cannot be spoken, Madam President. Um, The Illinois Black Legislative Caucus did a phenomenal job um, getting that Safety Act into law, and we are excited about um, the possibilities for not just our uh, folk returning uh, returning citizens, um, but the communities that support them in which they live as well. So once again, Mr. Cannon, we have nothing but gratitude for your work. 
Um, on the shoulders of our state senators and representatives. Yes, I mean, it's important that we try to, you know, that, that that our community, the black community, understand that that these these measures passed because they were championed by the black caucus. And it didn't happen by accident. Not at all. Not at all. In fact, every time we talk to um, our members of the Illinois Black Caucus, um, we just have to look at them with awe because every single solitary pillar um, is now the law of the state of Illinois, Um, specifically uh, the Safety Act, which changes the foundation. And we have to have a little more conversation about this act, Madam President, because, you know, those who oppose it, um, continue to have the narrative that suggests that felons or violent individuals are going to be let out of jail because they can't afford bail. And that's just not the case. We're changing our system from a debtor's prison to an actual uh, system that addresses crime, addresses uh, danger in, in violent communities in such a way that if your problem is you can't pay your bills, you might not find yourself in jail. And still empowering our judges to make these decisions. So people like exactly. to forget those individuals. Like, of course, automatically folks won't go to, you know, jail. <coughs> but our judges still have a role to play um, in this process as well. Yes. And I, I want to thank the members of the judiciary who have stood with us, particularly Chief Judge Evans, who's been supportive all along of the criminal justice reforms that we've pursued. So this is another place where we say... Um, democracy is not a spectator sport. You have to be in the game. You absolutely must vote because judges are important. Bottom of the ticket. So congratulations to Madam President. I think the judges you supported, um, you have 100 percent of those judges were either retained and or um, seated. So congratulations to you as well. Thank you. You know, I'm I'm really proud of the fact and I should acknowledge this. Um, the former chair of the party, Joe Berrios, um, when he became chair, which, <laughs> I don't know, let's see, 16 years ago, I think, maybe. Um, anyway, when he became chair, he said, you know, we have to have a party that reflects the county, and that means we have to slate women, we have to slate people of color uh, to positions up and down. And um, that's that's an initiative that he... Uh, pushed for in which of course I continue when I became chair of the party and we've we've worked hard to be sure that we have uh, tickets that, that that represent the diversity of our county and we work hard for our candidates and we we supported the retention of all of our judges last time and they were retained and we we did really well in our not just in our countywide slate but in electing uh, good people to the board of commissioners in the county as well so well, all of those are worthy of conversation, um, and it's interesting, but no surprise, Michael, Mr. Cannon, that we have this discussion about judges on the back end of your reentry program. Music in the background tells me it's time to take our final pause for the cause. This is the My Community Plan Foundation Hour on an 18th Sunday morning. We'll be back after this station break. Starting a job search? In need of training to get new skills? Are you an employer looking for a great hire? The Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership can help. 
We're the umbrella organization for the largest publicly funded workforce development system in the nation, serving Chicago and Cook County. Our network consists of more than 90 community-based organizations that can offer you the assistance you need at no cost. Make the call. Dial 1-800-720-2515 or visit shycookworks.org. Find the connection you need. It all starts with one meal, one cup of fresh water, one generous person. Sakat Foundation of America puts humanity above all else, working to help as many people as possible with food security, emergency relief, education, and much more. From Chicago to Bridgeview, California to New York, Cambodia to Colombia, Sakat Foundation of America has been on the ground for nearly 20 years to provide immediate and sustainable aid so people in need can become self-reliant. Visit zakat.org for more information. That's Z-A-K-A-T dot org. YWCA Metropolitan Chicago has partnered with a global manufacturing company seeking to fill open positions in their south suburban location. No experience required. If interested, contact 773-902-8989. Email cbcf at ywcachicago.org. Community Plan Foundation Hour. Uh, this is the action portion of the program. Um, welcome back to the program, Madam President. Are, are you still with us? And I, I just is Michael Cannon still with us? Yes. All right, Michael. Why don't you give us contact information? You might, if you want to. Michael, are you still there? Did they email you or just Al? Michael, you just called me. Michael, you're still Michael. on the, on the yeah. program. Do you have Al's cell phone number? Yes. Michael. Well, maybe what you should do. I think we've lost him. Let me let me provide the information. Yeah, let's for turn him. Michael off. Go ahead, Madam President. Um, Michael Cannon can be reached at three one two five nine zero nine nine two seven. I'll say that again. Three one two. Five nine zero nine nine two seven or seven seven three eight zero eight one six three eight. That's seven seven three eight zero eight one six three eight. And the website, I'm sorry, the email address is m cannon m c a n n o n at shycookworks dot org. That's C-H-I-C-O-O-K-W-O-R-K-S dot org. That is information that I know to seek and save. To seek and save. Will. Uh, That's Michael. 
That's Michael Cannon and the Road Home Program yes. at, the, at the Chicago Cook Workforce Partnership. Wonderful, wonderful. It looks like we might have on the line, I'm hoping this is him since this is our last segment. Is that Phil Jackson on the line with us? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Good morning. Can Good you hear morning, me? Pastor Good morning. Phil. Good morning. And Pastor, Good morning. Is, Pastor is one of our partners in Lawndale. And the the Justice Advisory Council, I think, is supporting his work. That is our. This is our part of county government that supports community-based organizations that do violence prevention, anti-recidivism, and restorative justice work. Uh, Pastor Jackson, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're up to. Yes. How is everyone? First of all, Merry Christmas and everything. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the opportunity to uh, to be on the air uh, and to, to share a little bit about our, our, our work. I am grateful to always talk about what we do. Um, so I have served uh, youth and young adults in North London for the last 30 years, and we bought a fire station in 07 through the city, and we've converted it to an art center. And in that space right there, our work is to interrupt the cycle of violence in the life of youth and young adults through the power of arts and faith. And through this great opportunity, this grant, our uh, team is made up of an outreach team that hits four areas uh, in North Lawndale that we target because we have license to operate in those spaces because of the influence of our outreach team and their past uh, 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 affiliation with those areas and the respect and the integrity that they have when they go into those areas talking with young men about a life that they could a different life that they could live. And there's a whole four-month process of phase one programming that we do with uh, reaching those uh, young men and often sometimes young women. In that four-month process, young people get the basic stuff that they need uh, from everything from food to, to try to find housing to uh, legal issues, support with, with court, with various lawyers that we work with. And then we roll them over into our full-time 20 to 25-hour-a-week um, um, uh, phase two program where we have uh, uh, what we call navigators, which are professional mentors. Those professional mentors work with these a young man for the next six months every day, um, about 45 to 50 every uh, phase uh, that we have for six months. And they um, uh, have counseling, have therapy one-on-one. -on -one. We have uh, cognitive behavioral intervention. We do social-emotional learning, workforce development. We have them in our catering company and our food distribution. Uh, we have them plugged in with auto mechanics. Um, and... Uh, other areas, uh, uh, getting OSHA 10, OSHA 30, uh, OSHA 10, and OSHA 30 uh, training, um, and uh, high school diploma program. It's our online Penn Foster high school diploma program. And throughout this whole six months, it is a, a, a pattern of what we call more contact, more impact, more contact, more impact. They engage in the arts uh, as a part of the, uh, kind of a therapeutic process, and they're, they're rebuilding parts of the neighborhood, perhaps through art in-house-wise, that they may have torn down or they may have created some havoc in and creating some beauty in that space and learning the, the transformative power of what it means for them to be transformed through a practical aspect of the arts. We feed over 200 families a week with fully cooked lunches and dinners. We've been doing that since 2019. So before they go into the culinary arts, I mean, to the catering company, 
the workforce development kind of precursor is learning to cook food for families that were giving food away to. And um, as they do well there, then they roll over to the catering company um, and it continues to expand their workforce development. If that's not a field that they're in, after they've done food prep and everything through the food distribution, then we plug them into our connections with our mechanics and other areas that they also may be interested in. But in that six-month time, there is some deep, deep transformation that takes place because our whole work is our young kings to see themselves as kings and to turn the mirror around and tell them, you know, uh, you're not defined uh, by your past or what what, what uh, others have said about you or even yourself, but uh, the direction that you're going. And that's done through a curriculum that we've created called PACT. Young men get this 14-week curriculum inside of the six months where they're taught with their leaders on what it means to live on purpose, walk in authority on the strength of their character. And all of that is designed where young men come out with a packed life mission statement. And all of our staff have a mission statement that they live to and they use that as a model. And in that packed life mission statement, uh, they have a, a packed life movement plan, which is establishing the goals in five areas of their life. And those five areas, they, um, they have 30-day contracts. So every 30 days, we evaluate where they said their goals are in those five areas based upon their mission, and 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 they shoot for that. And there's an, and there's an increase of their of their of their money, their stipend, uh, based upon the goals that they accomplished along the process. So they then begin to see themselves uh, as uh, we see them as these kings, and 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 as they begin to own that, um, man, life happens, transformation happens. Um, and so there's hundreds of young men that have gone through our work before, and we uh, uh, will start, let me see, Jimmy, from March, another phase one programming where outreach, we have a list of guys on a waiting list right now that will start in that phase one programming starting in March, and then they'll go through, and then in July, they'll start the six-month um six months, uh, 20, 20 to 25 hours, phase two uh, program. We have three locations that we have. Our, 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 our firehouse is our main location where we do the culinary arts, we do all the other training. We have two other locations because of some tension in the streets with other mobs and uh, uh, street organizations that we work with that feel they can come into the building, but they don't feel it's safe leaving the building. And so we have two other locations where they're safer, and we have, um, you know, security and everything else like that to make sure that they can have a space where they can actually be free to be men and women in those spaces instead of having to be who the streets say they are, whatever affiliation that they say they are, and beginning to turn the corner uh, in those spaces. So it's just a powerful opportunity uh, and partnering with the JAC uh, uh, grant. And, and, and uh, they're, 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 the, the JAC community is so... Real. I mean, I love the community that that we're connected with, uh, um, and it's just a, an enjoyable move as a nonprofit to partner in this way. We haven't pursued a lot of grants in this context, as um, you know, it, it takes a lot of work to manage it and organize it, and uh, having this opportunity and, and and the trust to move forward with with our work that we've been doing for so long. Um, it's just. It's just a breath of fresh air to partner with folks who get us and understand us. So, Pastor uh, Jackson, yeah, thank you so much. Your program sounds very uh, intentional and immersive, uh, which I think a lot of, you know, after school programs or other uh, organizations may not be as immersive. But, you know, the programming that you outlined um, seems very effective. When you speak about young people, can you give us some details on the age range? 
um, that you're accepting and as well as some information for any volunteers who might want to get involved as mentors? Definitely. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm 58, right? So everybody's young. Everybody's young. Everybody's young. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, so um, I am uh, talking to ages of 17 to 29. We have found that that's the age group that we've um, uh, noticed of the trouble in North Carolina that, we've, that, that we're targeting. Now, when it comes to our prevention arm, that's a whole different age group. That's the 13 to 18 group, and that's a whole other conversation. But uh, those uh, young people need what we, we believe, and there's a Ghanaian principle uh, that believes that every young person, a young man, a young woman needs five people in their life. So we would love to have Pastor Phil. Pastor Phil, I'm so sorry. Volunteers. Um, we got to go? Yeah, we really got to go. Pastor Phil, I know that to reach you, I only got to call 773-522-3473. One more time. 773-522-3473. Turn that music down for 30 Firehouse seconds if you don't. Firehouse Community Arts Center. And listen, Pastor Phil at the... FCAC.org. That's Pastor Phil, one word, P A S T O R P H I L, Phil at the FCAC.org is how you reach Pastor Phil Jackson. I'm so sorry that we got we to gotta get out of here. This is the last no Sunday we're on the air. We're going to have to have you back on the program in January, Absolutely. long before your next cohort begins in March, because as my co host pointed out, your program sounds phenomenal. They begin. They begin in January. Well, I look forward to it. I look forward to it. Well, we'll we'll reach reach you through uh, Madam President, who seems to have dropped off the board. Pastor Phil, thank no, you so I'm much. Still here. Okay, oh, I, I'm still here. I couldn't see it. I apologize, Madam President. If you would like to give your uh, goodbye. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, listen. Thank you for allowing me to join you once again. And I again, I want to wish everyone a uh, happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas, and the best in the new year for everybody. We receive that and wish each and every one of you super fantastic New Year holiday season. And don't forget to be grateful. This has been the My Community Plan Foundation. Happy holidays.